Welcome to Growing Farms and Families podcast. Through sharing research-based information from the University of Kentucky, our goal is to help you successfully enrich your farming enterprise while cultivating family, health, and well-being. Now, here's your hosts. Welcome, everyone, to Growing Farms and Families podcast. I am Adam Huber, the University of Kentucky Cooperative Extension Agent for Agriculture and Natural Resources here in Allen County, Kentucky. And today, we are actually doing a producer spotlight on the podcast. And so with me this morning, I have Miss Sarah Jones. She is a producer here in Allen County, Kentucky. And uh, today, basically what we're going to do is we're going to talk with Sarah. Um, her and her family have a uh, pretty good size farming operation here in the county. And uh, we're basically basically just going to try to get to know her a little bit better. She's going to talk just a little bit about her farming background, you know, kind of what they do on the farm, the history of it, and uh, just, uh, you know, kind of promote her uh, farming enterprise. So that's you know, basically what we're going to do today. And so, uh, like I said, Miss Sarah Jones, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you, Adam? Doing just fine. So, Sarah, um, you all have uh, a pretty good size farming operation here uh, in the county and do lots of different different um, farming operations uh, in multiple counties in this area. And so, uh, to begin, can you just give me just a little bit of information? Tell me more about yourself in general, just you not necessarily the farm stuff but i just want to get to know you just a little bit better so can give me your background where you went to school all that gets the good fun stuff okay well i was raised in monroe county um in the bug tussle community and um i was raised on a dairy um i come from a long line of of dairy farmers my father uh, was a dairyman as well as both of my grandfathers and my great-grandfather also had a dairy. So um, I come from, from a dairy background and I was very involved in the farm growing up. Uh, one of my jobs as a child uh, was feeding the baby calves. And um, so I was quite involved in what we did on the farm. Um, after high school, I attended Western Kentucky University and became a certified public accountant and worked in Nashville for a while. Um, after college, and then, and I, I left Nashville when when we decided to when my husband and I just started decided to start a family. Um, so, my husband and I married in two thousand and three, and we have a fifteen year old son, uh, Ty, who's quite inter interested and involved on the farm. Okay, yeah. So that that kind of actually leads me into my next question: Is you know how did you get involved in farming? I know you said kind of mentioned there that your your family kind of you know you were raised on a dairy and 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 things like that. Um, but I think uh, you know over time since you've been married and and started your family and stuff, you've kind of evolved the farming enterprise and 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 you've added some things. And and can you kind of just explain the, how you got into farming in, in that sense? and then kind of how, you know, how you got started with that. Sure. So my husband's family has had purebred hogs, swine seed stock um, since the 1960s. And so um, it was natural for him to come home from college and to um, assume his family's operation, um, which was purely a swine operation. And then um, in about 2001, 
he purchased his first registered Red Angus cows. And from that, we have um, taken that enterprise and grown it into about 450 registered, um, pre registered seed stock, um, mama cows, and um, of different breeds. We now have Red Angus and Simmental, Simangus, Angus, and a few Charlets. So um, we also, we, when we first married, we were raising tobacco. Uh, my husband was raising about 10 acres in the late 90s. And then we, we got to where we were raising about 170 acres of tobacco, early tobacco. And we quit that in about 2019 when it was no longer as profitable as it had been. And so we've, we've turned our focus um, more onto our livestock. We, um, with our hogs, we run in about 150 sows and we are a farrow to finish operation. Um, and we, we have, we primarily sell our hogs um, to, to local butchers um, and some specialty uh, projects. Okay. Yeah. So it sounds like you guys have really got a lot of irons in the fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't even mention our, my son's sheep project that's turned from one ewe about five years ago into about uh, 12 black face ewes and nine hair sheep right. hair ewes. So, okay. um, yeah, sounds like uh, you've got a lot of, a lot of stuff going on around the farm, but it, you know, like I said, you mentioned Ty. He uh, he does a lot of different things with 4-H um, and is really involved and active in, you know, the, uh, the Allen County 4-H program. Um, you mentioned some of your seed stock and things like that, but I know that that, um, that Todd does a lot of different show showing animals and different things like that. Can you kind of talk just a little bit about how he actually got interested in, in the showing side of livestock production? Sure. So my husband showed pigs and sheep um, as a young 4-H'er um, and I showed dairy cattle growing up. Um, 4-H and and the livestock project we feel is a is very good for youth to learn lots of things including responsibility and so when Ty was five um, he we purchased his first sheep a market lamb to show and so he's been showing um, market lambs ever since um, and then about five years ago he bought his first ewe and from that his black face um, club lamb flock has grown. And, um, so Ty shows, Ty shows sheep and he, he also shows some pigs. Um, but Ty shows sheep and pigs all over the country. We've shown from New York state to Georgia, to Denver, Colorado, um, showing his livestock. So we've traveled all over. Right. Yeah. That, that's, uh, you know, that's very, very interesting, you know, that, that at a young age, he really took into that and, and took up with, with showing and, you know, and caring for animals and, and things like that. Um, and, you know, it's always good to have, you know, the, the youth and the kids involved in agriculture because, you know, they are our, the next generation. They're the ones that are going to take over all of, you know, what we're doing right now. Um, and so it's always really good to get them involved in an early age for sure. Um, and as far as Ty goes, uh, what are, what are his responsibilities on the farm? 
Well, Ty has sheep and pigs and actually the whole, pretty much the entire Charlet herd is his. He's probably up to about 15 Charlet cows. Um, and so his, obviously he's, he's a freshman in high school. And so he's not with us every day um, through the day, but most, most evenings he has um, some feeding to do and some pens to clean and um, so he's, he's very active and as he's gotten older, he's able to, to drive, to drive the tractors and, um, help even help oversee some other high school students that, um, come in the evenings and work on the farm. So he's, he's always outside doing something and he enjoys, actually enjoys manual labor, which is, which is actually really good. Right. So. Yeah, that you know, you talk about manual labor. A lot of those things that you all you all are doing, um, you know, definitely involves manual labor and you know, lots of help. Is there anybody? Do you all have any hired help on the farm? Do you, or is it just all family? So we have to have hired help. Um, we have H two A workers. We actually have um, four H two A employees, and those are H two A is a seasonal migrant program. Um, where our workers have passports and visas and they travel freely from Mexico um, to our farm. Um, but our visa, their visa has our farm name on it, so they can only work for us. Um, we've been using that program for about 15 years. And um, the four guys that we have working for us now, some of them have been with us for 15 years. And um, so it's, it's been very beneficial to us. And um, we just wish we could have them year round. Right. But, uh, right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because it's always, I mean, whenever you, you know, whenever you're farming full time and that's, you know, that is your job, that's your income, that's basically your lifestyle. I mean, you got to have as much help as you can get, you know, uh, from sun up to sundown most of the time. Yeah. Our hours, um, there's, there's no set schedule necessarily, other than we typically meet our crew every morning at 7 a.m. Um, to plan out the day and to make sure everybody knows um, what needs to take place. And that way we also know if there were any issues from the prior day and anything that needs to be taken care of. Everybody meets together um, at 7 a.m. But but the day, the ending time for us, um, unfortunately, for the last couple of weeks, well, or months actually has been nine o'clock or later. So we haven't gotten into the house until nine o'clock or later because the animals have to be fed and taken care of. And, and we were um, short some help. And so um, there's a lot that has to happen and, and it doesn't matter the, the time of day, those animals have to be fed. Right. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's a good point as far as, you know, the animals have to be fed and, you know, uh, it's May now. And so it's, you know, we're in the springtime right here and, you know, uh, the, the tractors are going, the planters are in the fields, you know, the grass is growing. There's lots of different things that, ha that have to be taken care of on the farm. And, you know, this is a busy time of year for producers all over the United States, including, you know, here in South Central Kentucky. Um, and the unique thing about here in Allen County is, you know, we have a lot of different um, agriculture enterprises. You know, we're the number one vegetable producing county in the state of Kentucky. Sure. You know, we have two, you know, very large Mennonite communities that, you know, they, uh, you know, do a lot of the vegetable production. You know, we've got tobacco. We know we're one of the, uh, used to be one of the larger tobacco counties in the state. Um, 
you know, we've got some dairies, you know, we've got a hog, hog operations. We've got pretty much everything, you know, here, right here in Allen County. I mean, you know, if somebody were to come and take a tour of Allen County, we could pretty much cover the whole, the whole board as far as agricultural production. And that's, you know, that's what's so great about working here in this County is, you know, it's not just, you know, we're not just talking about corn and soybeans all day. We're not just talking about, uh, you know, just cows, you know, it's, it's something different every day. And that's what I enjoy about, you know, working here at the extension office is on a daily, you know, on a daily basis, you might get five calls about five different things. And the next day you may get five calls about five different things the next day. Sure. And so, you know, that's what's uh, so unique and interesting about, you know, just this area that we're in and the producers like you guys, you know, because uh, you're pretty well diverse in your all's operation. You know, like I said, you, you know, uh, you've got experience in dairy, you know, the beef operation, all the the swine, uh, lots of different things, the row crops and things like that. And so, you know, um, it's just a, a very unique uh, area that we're in. And, you know, we're definitely glad to have producers like you and your family here, you know, close by that, you know, we can, you know, work with on different projects, just like, you know, you're coming today to be on the podcast and different things like that. Um, so it's always good to, you know, interact with all of our producers, you know, and, and just to get to know folks a little bit better uh, in, in that aspect. And uh, as far as um, my next question on our, on our list here was, like marketing your prod your products so i know you mentioned you know you know we've got the the show animals and then the seed stock and all that what is the what is your marketing strategy how do you get folks to to know about uh your all's operation so as far as marketing our products our hogs are primarily marketed to local butchers and kirby and poe here in alvaton um actually purchase hogs from us every week and um that is that is our that is a, a main outlet for our hogs, but we also sell hogs directly to the consumer, directly to the public, and um, then we sell we still sell some some show pigs to some um, 4-H and FFA kids, as well as um, selling some boars and gilts for breeding stock um, for for people. And actually, the the Jones family. Red Hill has sold um, hogs to um, many countries around the world. Um, we last sold a couple boars to Japan um, just a couple years ago. But we also, with our cattle operation, we primarily um, have two sale, two production sales per year. We have a spring sale the third Saturday of March where we sell our um, bulls, primarily Red Angus, Sim Angus, Angus Charlay bulls, um, as well as the cross tie bulls. And those are, those are ties um, projects and primarily composite um, bulls. And then we have a fall sale the last Saturday in October where we have, where we sell bulls as well as females, we sell bred heifers and bred cows. And we also offer heifers from some of our commercial customers. And so we have, um, we have several people that come to our farm for our sales. Um, and actually for the past five or so years, we've sold cattle into about 15 states 
and Canada. So we've sold cattle um, just as recently as this spring, all the way to Washington State, um, and as and then back to South Georgia. So we we cover the United States pretty well. Um, and then Ty sells some of his his sheep for um, um, for meat as well as um, selling show stock um, to to 4-Hers. So um, we have we've. We have several different ways that we, we market. We're, we're kind of specialized, though, because of the purebred um, seed stock business. Well, that, well, Sarah, that sounds, you know, interesting. Sounds like you all have the, the whole United States covered pretty much. Um, you know, and that's that's something to be said, you know, for uh, uh, to be that, you know, widespread and, you know, from people to know you all across the United States is you know, something to, uh, to be proud of, you know. Um, so as far as any kind of farm expansions, do y'all have any plans of expanding any of your enterprises or are you pretty much maxed out and kind of happy where you're at? Or is there anything that you'd like to, to add over the next few years? Kind of what does that look like? Well, with Ty's age being um, 15, I think um, we're starting to look toward his ideas and thoughts about what he might want to do after high school and after college. Um, but we're currently farming. Um, we have livestock running in three counties in two states. And so we pretty much have about as much as we can can see to. Um, you know, if we could get some more pasture, we have the possibility of adding some more cows. Um, but our, our hog capacity is, is pretty well limited right now um, by our, our fairwing house, um, unless we were to expand our, our fairwing um, size. And so um, we're, we're pretty content uh, where we're at and we want to do a good job taking care of the land that we do have and, and, our, and our livestock um, We'd rather do that than get too big. Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, we're, we're running low on time. Is there any, uh, how could, if somebody were to uh, want to look up your information, are you on Facebook? Do you have a website? Kind of give us any information on how people could find you guys? Sure. So our farm is Red Hill Farms and we have a Facebook page. Um, the primarily focuses on our cattle business and um, our the bulls that we sell. But we also have a website, and that address is www.redhillfarms.net. And you can visit that and learn much more about our cattle operation and our and our hogs and um, and what we do. Um, if you're interested in in show animals. Um, Ty has his own Facebook page for his show stock, and it's called Ty Jones Show Stock on Facebook. So reach out to him if you're interested in any show pigs or show lambs. So um, we have have some presence online. So okay, well that sounds good. Well, Sarah, I appreciate you joining us on the podcast today. <clears throat> this you are the first producer spotlighted uh, producer here in the county, and like I said, I definitely uh, appreciate you. Uh, coming off the farm today to come and talk to us just a little bit. Um, before our, our listeners, I appreciate everybody joining us and uh, don't forget to listen in. Uh, next uh, In a couple of weeks, we have our next episode coming out. Um, so until then, we'll see you next time.
Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you like what you heard, please take a few seconds to leave a rating and a review on your podcast platform of choice. And in the meantime, be sure to catch our next episode on the first and third Tuesday of each month. Or in the meantime, you can find us weekly on Wednesdays at 7.35 a.m. on Scottsville, Kentucky's 99.3 WVLE. And always remember to support local farms and families in your community.